shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. How was everyone's week? Good. Amen. Mine was quite busy, but we thank God. Amen. We prevail, we prevail. God is taking us from height to height, from glory to glory. We will not stop. We will never stop until we attain eternal life in the hope of eternal life that He has promised us in His Son Jesus. Thank you, my Father. We bless your holy name. And we appreciate the worship team. They are doing excellent. Week in, week out. Praise God. Uh, God is even expanding. It's like their own, they, they are their own ministry. <laughs> God is blessing them. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Very anointed, uh, blessed souls that God is raising amongst us. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, what shall we do today? Today, uh, <laughs> I will lift up my voice. <laughs> uh, nothing was coming to me, but I did this one scripture at least. I was able to, I picked from the School of the Christ, uh, from James chapter 4. Uh, praise God. Let's go and visit it and see. Maybe that is how the Lord will take us. Amen. How many of us are blessed by that, this SOC? As in, I don't know. Amen. I, I really, I didn't even know how it would be turning out. We gave them some uh, suffering to let them handle themselves, that kind of thing. Uh, but they are handling themselves very well. Yeah, they have, I think they discuss and then they figure out what they are going to present to us. I don't know how they see at last, so I, I'm surprised. So I just want to say, wow, ah, this is, this is powerful. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God, is, God, is, God is doing something over the months that. Amen. Then. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, let's see what you are Everybody is fine, are you? Everyone is doing good? Yes, sir. I mean, I love Thursday. Powerful books. Fast books. That's a very easy definition of fast books.
But in the realm of everlasting life, just that you have a contrary thought to how he thinks, you are still his enemy. That's how blunt everlasting life is. And you can be his enemy and be learning righteousness. Because the kingdom of God is not of meat and drink, but of what? Righteousness, righteousness peace, and joy. So you can be in righteousness and have not made peace. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm complicated. Righteousness is Christ. You can be learning Christ and yet have not made peace with God. Because peace with God is not that I am at peace. When I see God, I don't fight Him. No, peace with God is that just one iota of contrariness. One iota of disagreement with God is enmity with God. That's how God judges it. That's why everlasting life is a very is a very rough terrain. <laughs> I was watching a movie last night. <laughs> it's called Hurricane Heist. So some boys, they found out that Hurricane was coming. You know, in the US, Hurricane comes a lot. Hurricane is coming to a town. So they say, okay, this will be the best time to go and rob a vault in Because everybody has evacuated the city. <laughs> See, we stop. See, we stop. <laughs> everybody is so busy. Who's the police? They don't have time for robbers on that hour. The only place everybody are looking for to get everybody out of town. These boys say this is the best hour. The hour comes. Amen. Yeah. 
So when they told Jasper and Sardine, Sardine is the eye of God, is the light. Right? So if the eye of the body is single, praise God. Sardine is the eye. Amen. And Jasper is the shield of the eye. So when they came to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, it was God and Father talking. I am thy shield. Amen. I am thy what? Shield. Jasper. And what? An exceeding great reward. Reward is joy. Not so? Sadai. Amen. And a true shield is not just for defense. Shield is also for attack. Part of defense is attack. So when they say shield, it means I'm a terrific, terrible weapon. That nobody can pass through me and come to God and not be humble. If you pass through everlasting life and you arrive in eternal life, you go humble. You will be submitted. Praise God. Are you ready for me this morning? Are you ready to just enjoy the gist as they are gisting it? Let's see Exodus chapter 20. I want to show you this idea, this concept. Exodus chapter 20. Are we blessed? Amen. So God wants to be our shield and what? An exceeding great reward. And part of the shielding us is actually, when they say it's your shield, is that is you that they are shielding, not the devil in you, not the demons in you, not the wrong thinking pattern of you. Are you saying that? So when you are passing everlasting life, uh, everything that is not of God in you will die. Yes. What will be left? Just raw you. <laughs> like raw elements. <laughs> Amen. Just raw, clean you, pure you. Without what the enemy has done. That's why they want you not to be too attached to your things in the process. If you are too attached to your things, you too you will die with the things. It's not you they want to kill, it's the things they want to kill. Am I communicating? Praise God. So, this was the, just the same design. It has always been this, the same design. Somebody, uh, let's see Exodus chapter 20. Amen. Exodus chapter 20. Okay, chapter 19 actually. From verse 7. And the Bible says, And Moses came and called for the elders of the people, and laid before their faces all these words which the Lord had command, commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come, to, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of, of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto thy people and sanctify them. You know, we were talking about sanctification. Sanctify them. So before you can come to everlasting life, you must be sanctified. And sanctification is who? Is Christ. Sanctify them, O God, by thy word. Thy word is truth. 
So sanctification, the process of sanctification is Christ's righteousness, the teachings of the doctrine of Christ, to sanctify you to come before everlasting life. The everlasting Father. Praise God. Amen. Am I talking to myself? Praise God. Amen. And it says, Sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and be ready against the third day. For the, 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 third, or the third day, the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set bounds upon the, upon the people, unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, that ye go not up into the mount, or touch the border of it. Whosoever toucheth the mount shall be surely put to death. There shall not an hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be beast or man, he shall not live. When the trumpet sounded long, they shall come up. So when the trumpet sounded, so this order, when the trumpet sounded long, then they shall come up the mount. Praise God. He was giving, the instruction was like, don't come here. Once the, the, once the trumpet sound long, then come up the mount. And Moses went down from the mount unto the people and sanctified the people and washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Amen. This is just a shadow of good things to come. Sanctify the people and wash their clothes. That's what Christ does. He already clean because of the words that are spoken unto him. Not so. Sanctify them and wash the people. Wash their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day. Come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the nether part of the mount. And Mount Cedar was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded longer, waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by voice. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mount, and the Lord called up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also, which come near to the Lord, sanctify them to the Lord, lest the Lord break forth upon them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come unto up to Mount Sinai, for thou chartest us, saying, Set bounds upon about the mount, and sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Away, get thee thou, and thou shalt come up thou, and Aaron with thee, with thee. But let not the priests and the people break through to come up upon the mount, lest the Lord break forth upon them. So Moses went down unto the people and spoke unto them. Amen. I just read it. I know you didn't understand it. Now let me break the story down to you. Moses told, God told Moses, to go and tell the people to come up to Mount Sinai, sanctify themselves. After three days, I will speak to them face to face. When Moses went to the people, the people told Moses, Don't worry, you go. Do you get me? Go ahead of us. Whatever you say, we will do it. But what was God's instruction to Moses? Tell the people that I want them to come. So the Lord was very angry with them. So he said nobody should come. 
Only Moses should come. Then later Moses and Aaron should come. Praise God. But why did they why were the people afraid of coming? What, what, what were the signs that were going on upon that mountain? The Lord descended upon it with the fire, smoking furnace. The trumpet was what? Exceeding loud. There were what else? There was thunder, lightnings, and a thick cloud upon the mount. I pray you are able to follow me today. It means that the, because of the dread of what they saw, that's why they quit back and told Moses, you go. They were afraid of God, what they saw. Am I communicating? But the reason for that quaking is not that you are afraid of God per se, that fear to shrink back. It's that when you are coming to Him, you are coming to Him in holiness. Do you get me? You are gathered. Do you get me? You are separated. You are okay. You are humble. You are submitted. Do you get me? That is the intention. Not to shrink back in fear. Praise God. Now, do you know why God, when He comes, He first comes like that? Do you know why? It's beyond because behind that wall is a still small voice. That's why. Maybe like even, even more baby voice like that, my voice. You know, my voice sometimes is more like ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> So God's voice is like that. Somebody help me. Let's read it. Let's read it. Even clearer depiction of it in Elijah. Can someone help me find that scripture? The Lord came. There was a whirlwind. Where was God? He was not in the whirlwind. The all happened after. There was an earthquake. Where was he? He was not in the earthquake. Praise God. Why did God, why did God not just come with a still small voice? Sometimes if God just comes to you as he is, he says with this small boy. Wrong mindset. So they need, they need to shake they need to shake some tables first. So I time he now comes, hey, hello <laughs> You're not even minding if the voice is a baby voice or not. Amen. Where am I looking for? Huh? First Kings chapter what? Thirteen. Thank you. Nineteen. Thank you, my love. First Kings chapter nineteen. What verse? Verse eleven. Praise God. Verse eleven. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains. Rent, imagine a wind broke the mountains. Everybody, what do you think? Ah, the Lord is him. Hey, God has landed. You get me? Amen. Broke the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake. And the Lord was not in the earthquake. All those things were still part of the Lord. That's the shield dimension of the Lord. That's the everlasting dimension of the Lord. That's the jasper dimension. 
to cause correct wrong things in Elijah. So that Elijah can align with the voice. So those earthquakes, strong winds, they are for making peace with God. That's where I'm going. Amen? The intention of those things is for what? For, for you to make peace with God. So when an earthquake comes, you know, everybody, you know, if you ever watch movies when there's a natural disaster, you know that the one that recently, that was maybe a few years ago, that they went on vacation in Thailand, tsunami now hits. Oh, but you forget vacation at that hour. After, in fact, the beginning of the movie, all of them were wearing their uh, bikini and shorts. I never saw bikini the rest of the movie. <laughs> The rest of the movie, they were okay. All their clothes were put together. <coughs> Praise God. Amen. Why? Because everlasting life is strong. Amen. When everlasting life hits you, <laughs> you wear your clothes.
I don't not the apple you eat, huh? apple company.
Are we blessed? So when we talk about when Jesus said, Lo, as I have come in the volume of the books to do thy will, O God, those volumes of the books are journeys, are voices. Those are from the books, he is, he is coming into comprehension of God's work. Praise God. So is this message we have to I don't, I, I'm sorry, I won't pity for anybody because I, they are going somewhere. Amen. You may have to listen to it a second time. It means, when you see Bible, Bible, that's how you know Bible that has been used. That's how you know Bible that you have journeyed with. <laughs> you use the Bible to walk. <laughs> Jesus, thank you. Jesus said, from Genesis to Revelation, you are seeing the revelation of the fullness, first to last, beginning to end, of God's work. Which talks about his ways, every behavior of God. Are you seeing that? Mannerism of God is your work. For example, I can study you by your work. If you chose to go to, for example, you have two options. You have University of Alberta or Grand Marquis, and you chose University of Alberta. I can interpret it a dimension of your work. Is it? Or King's University versus University of Alberta. What does that tell me slightly about you? You like prestige. <laughs> you like school with name. I used to Nigeria, they compete. When they see Harvard Business School, who knows you went for six months? It's the first thing you put on the resume. Yeah. It, exactly. So what does that tell me about you? Are you saying it? So by your work, we can interpret you. For example, you have the option to buy two cars. BMW or Honda Civic. Ah, okay. And you went to be my wife. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I'm communicating. 
So when we talk about living of the Spirit, it will begin with hearing the voice of the Lord walking. That is already leading. When you are engaging the volume of the books, you can extract leading from the books. Why? Because what's the books talking about? His walk. Amen. God will help me today. Now, let me prove it to you. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 3. They already picked instruction from his walk. But it was a, they now disobeyed. It was a disobedient instruction. <laughs> they already picked, without even his physical voice, they already picked instruction. Genesis chapter 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we blessed? Genesis chapter 3. Where was I? Where was I? Well, which verse was I? Verse 8, thank you. And they heard the voice of the Lord God, they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Meaning he was afar. They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. The thing spoke to them. Then what did they do? And Adam and his wife hid themselves. They did so an action. They obeyed an instruction because something spoke to them. That they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. What do you think he communicated to them? He communicated to them that God has come to talk to them. Why? Because that's not the first time. That's how God always does it. When God will come and talk to Adam, he will first come in the cool of the day, in the garden. Then Adam will prepare his heart. It means that God is about to come. Then when God now comes, he will now receive what God is saying. But now, the preparation that they are supposed to do for God to come, and they will talk to God. They've seen, that's all. They've eaten the tree of good and knowledge of evil. So they now have to take another action. The previous action is that they will stay and hear what God is saying. Praise the name of the Lord. But now, what is the current action? The current action is that let us go and hide. They know exactly what is going to happen next. That after they hear the voice of the Lord walking in the garden, in the cool of the day, the next thing is that that means God is going to show physically. <laughs> Are you seeing that? So before they would have stayed, prepared their heart, our God is coming. But now, they now took another instruction, which is now the sin talking, to separate, to depart, to hide. The first instruction of sin is to depart from the living God. To shy away. Praise the name of the Lord. And so they hid themselves. Amen. And then what happened after? And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Do you think God did not know where he was? <laughs> Do you get it? Who is speaking now? Is wisdom that is speaking. God knew where he was, but God wanted to address what has happened in his soul. He wasn't talking about his physical location. He says, where are thou? Means where has your soul journeyed to? That before the instruction you will pick for me walking in the garden. You know when that day is coming? Back home. You know, when you hear the gate open, 
a man has opened the gate. What will happen inside the house? You will turn off the TV. You were watching the nonsense before. TV will adjust. Everybody will arrange themselves. We do as though they've been working hard all day. It's a lie. We know you. <laughs> because daddy has come home. There was one time we were watching a movie in the house. Um, our, my dad, our father just entered the house. God bless his soul. Rest in peace. My dad just entered the house. And the thing now, the movie now entered the wrong scene. <laughs> we know that scene. Verse 3, ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, 
that he may consume it on your laws, ye adulterers and adulteresses. Know ye not that the friendship of the world is what? Is enmity with God. So are you seeing leading of the Spirit, we already tell you by the word to be an enemy of this world. You get me? This is where you manage something. So if you go into a mall, let's make a you go into a mall. You get me? And you just see this suit or whatever it is. You get me? That you lost after it's $300. You know you don't need it. You get me? And then in order to cover it, you say, I'm waiting for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not telling me not to buy it. Mm. In that dimension, you don't need the Holy Ghost not to tell you not to buy it. Because by default, what's that? That is a liking of this world. Yes. Do you get me? And whatever you feed, it didn't increase. Before you know it, well, after the two hundred dollars, two three hundred dollar jacket, you now you got you be attracted. This the thing is unsatiable. Come mm. on, mm. we know it now. Mm. We know it is insatiable. Just think about it in life. A lady can be doing her hair every week. Satan 
on Thursday, that Satan, if you can, again, it was Pastor that said on Thursday, that Satan that make all of us lost after becoming premier of our better. But if you have, if you give it to Satan, Satan will say, what kind of rubbish is this? <laughs> you don't know if I better things for me. <laughs> they get to it. It's rubbish to him. Yes. So that one of Zara, the Zara is rubbish to him. But what they give us Zara? Hey! Oh, when, and they are very, Zara is actually very nice, so I'm not lying. They get the guy's suit. It's the suit. It uh, gets very nice quality things they have. But like, one thing, uh, uh, if the owner cannot not need to wear it, that is to him, the thing is expensive. Mm. The owner considers what he is selling expensive, so he has to go and buy something cheaper. The owner of the company. Praise God. Don't you know that friendship with this world is what? Enmity with God. So these things are hard conversations, but very necessary. I, God knows that if you are carnal, if you are still worldly, God knows you won't journey well in everlasting life. He knows it. He knows Do you know why? Praise God. Are you with me, somebody? Do you know why? This world, every this world also gives instructions. You know, as I said, that the volume of the books, the word of God, like the presence of the Lord, is a voice. It's already. It speaks already. Do you get me? The same way this world is to the God of this world. Are you hearing me? So when we are when you are studying your Bible, the thing is speaking to you. The same way when you are hanging out in this world, what's happening? The world is speaking to you. Satan has not even landed. They are not even come. Most, most, most Christians they never talk to Satan in their life. <laughs> Praise God. I know you guys will see this morning they were talking about. Those dimensions, but some of those dimensions of darkness that we easily have dominion over is demons. With Satan's dimension, you actually have to grow. There's no way you can just beat Satan if you are ignorant. I think that was later said. You get me? So you can't use confession or faith, just that raw faith, to defeat Satan. You can use that to defeat demons, principalities, powers. To defeat faith, and you have to enter the faith with the root of the faith. Because faith, what's the root of faith? The word. For faith coming by hearing, and hearing by the word. You have to grow in faith by the word yes, to overcome Satan. Am I making sense? But guess what? Jesus has done it all now. Don't we do not have the word? As Jesus not down, you get me. All you just need is to tap into the revelation of the world that is flowing. Am I complicating? So Jesus has already done it all. But we need to come into the understanding of that world he has poured out to beat Satan. Praise God. Now, as was said, by default, Satan is a dragon to many of us. Why? Because of our ignorance. 
he actually becomes smaller as we come into understanding. Do you get me? So she took it from one angle and said, flipping it from the other angle. So the one angle she took it, the more you are ignorant, the more he is larger. You give him space to be larger. From the other angle, you were ignorant to start with. Do you get me? It's not like you knew and you were becoming ignorant. You were totally ignorant. And you are, you are now knowing. So every knowledge you get, praise the name of the Lord. Every knowledge you are is what? Is dousing Satan in your life. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha, are you seeing it? So you overcome Satan gradually by understanding. Am I making sense? You overcome it. Why? Because Satan hides in hidden places. Do you get me? There is outward ignorance and there is inner in the ignorance. Satan hides in hidden places of our hearts. And God must find out all those places by revelation, by light, to undo the works of Satan. Don't worry, this is going to land very terrifically today. It's going to land very terrifically today. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So let's see it. Okay, whosoever therefore will be a friend of the Lord is what? Is the enemy of God. What kind of so very, very clear, very brutal about it? No gray areas. Whosoever will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Now, let me give you wisdom. It does not mean you will not wear fine things or fashionable things. Do you get me? But you use wisdom and wait for sale. (laughs) (laughs) If that $200 jacket, you can get it for $40, and you waited the six months to get it for $40, does not, you are not a friend of this world. Do you know what, what they mean by friend of world? Do you know what that means? It's not just in your purchasing choices. Your purchasing choices tell us an idea of who you are. But it's in the haste to get it. It means that the thing is controlling you. Yes, but if you can wait six months, it means you don't care whether you have it or not have it. Mm. Mm. You like nice things. And if it ends up being something that you can afford, that you, you know you can get without stress, why not get it? It means you've overcome it. It means you are not a friend of this world. Friend means control. That's, that's where I was going. Control. It gives you instructions. You get me? Where it gives, it makes you do things that you have not maybe originally planned to projected to do. Then it makes you go and add a second job that was never necessary. Or extra, you get extra things that are not necessary. Over time, excessive all over the place. You see that? Are you seeing instruction? Uh-huh. So now, when you now do four hours over time, I'm talking about eight hour shift, and they now tell you to open Bible. Wahala. This, are you, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where the thing, the thing begins to make. Do you get me? You get home at 9 o'clock. What, what time? What, how do you, you can't even give the time you ought to to the world. Why? Because why did you even add the extra four hours? It's because of that, that quote. 
And that quote, it doesn't just stop, it's not just the quote alone, it's all the instructions from the quote. See your life, see your mate, so your mate will just buy this quote, they don't close their eye, they don't even think about it. See your life, struggle, 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 every see your whole life, struggle, 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 to even buy simple quotes. And you don't see that your friend, your friend just bought that same quote yesterday, she not even think it was anything. It's if you were making more money now. Are you seeing? Simple quote, he has many things to say. Are you now seeing voice? Of the Lord walking in the garden. This one is voice of Satan walking, <laughs> walking in the wall. Just from simple quotes, many things have been ministered unto you. Or sometimes it could even be, I mean, maybe you just watch a show, you go on Instagram, you just see somebody that you, you have, have something you don't have. And then all of a sudden, I know, I mean, there's that start researching the person, you don't find out the person's age. <laughs> Why do you want to know the person's age? <laughs> so that you don't say, ah, see, so that you, so you're not happy, Sita? Because so that you see, you see your, see your, see your age, mate. Look at them. They own business. Married with two children. See, look at your life. Are you seeing voices? It's not that Satan came to talk to you physically, just from that presence. So what you see, you know why they will tell you to surround yourself with the presence of God, listen to worship, listen to message? It's because if not, you are also surrounded by another. They are always in the presence. Excuse me, there is no vacuum in this earth. You are always under a presence. Spirits have invaded this earth. Holy Ghost is also on the earth too. But yet, with Holy Ghost, there are also many other spirits. Imagine, when they wanted to count the number of angels in heaven, what was the number they used? An innumerable company of angels. Now, one third of innumerable is how many? <laughs> and where are they? They're on the earth. So you think they don't have any corner covered? You think, okay, maybe I'll look to Ellesley. Ellesley is outside me today. The evil, the evil spirits there. Because you are growing. Amen. 
Me, when, when I first met they done me reassignments. I was ignorant. Let me just see my story. I was ignorant. You know, I've shared my story sometimes when, you know, when our demons would come and disturb me and I wrestle with them. And there was a time they were not coming again. I was not looking for them. Because now I was ready for them. And that, those boys are wise. They won't waste energy. If they see you overcome them, they won't come again. That's why they were not coming. Me, I was foolish. Thinking it was only demons that need to fight. I was looking for demons to fight. Because now I was charged in my spirit. But they were running away from me. <laughs> not knowing that a more a worse one was disturbing my escape my whole life was. <laughs> well, I was looking for demons to fight. For one year I was bamboozled. <laughs> I remember it was not convention, September 2018. On the last evening of convention, we Central Lions, remember I was teaching. He gave an example of him and his wife they went to when they went to Niger Republic to minister. And then at night, two beds <laughs> came and landed. <laughs> and these beds are actually beans. Yes, they were beans. Like a skeletal structure with wings. And I said, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, the next day, you know, there's a desert area where we desert storms. There's our territory. We're not talking about deliver us from all our enemies and them that hate us. Hey, I hold my mouth. Ah, so this has been my problem. It's not something I think just it's a revelation. Some people just say, okay, but to me it was a breaking news. Because some things have been disturbing me that year. I said, this is you. It's warfare now. Demons are foot soldiers. Rulers of the darkness of this world are air force. Do you get me? Then there is spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are spaceship. You know air force, you may still be able to see it. But can you see a spaceship? So what was disturbing me there was air force. Ah, I say, okay, so it's air force. So I need to go airborne. Character, hmm. see what? <laughs> we need to take this warfare up a notch. We need to ascend. As you overcome them, they will stop. They will, they will stop disturbing you. So when you overcome or leave them too, use wisdom. Don't be looking for them, foolish boy. For one full year, being beaten up. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking for demons, and I'm not talking my problem anymore. Praise God. So come up. Come up. God will also, you know, God's intention is to make you what? An exceeding great army. Just you. He's not talking about numbers. He's talking about one person. Am I communicating? One person. You can be so grown in God that you are an army by yourself. Then you are a general by yourself. Then you are an airborne. That's a, you are an eagle. You are an everlasting life. Everlasting boys are great armies. They are air boys. Then exceeding their spaceship. Satan will be looking for you. Your GPS. Your GPS will continue to have been forgotten, have been lost. You've gone into the dark web. <laughs> That's eternal life. Satan can't see you again. In everlasting life, Satan can still see you, but you can resist him. 
Because in everlasting life, they will teach you to submit to God. Align with God. You can you have every great strength to resist him in everlasting life. But in eternal life, you've deleted his number. And automatically your number deletes in his phone. Yes. You can't he cannot see you again. That's the realm of eternal life. It's possible. Do you know God never has problems? God doesn't discuss with Satan. Doesn't have, who is that? <laughs> it's not it. Satan is really nothing to God. Amen. It's the Lord dimension of God that deals with Satan. The name Lord. Life and everlasting life. Judges all darkness and Satan. Praise God. Are you still with me? Amen. Let's see it. Verse 5. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain? The spirit that dwelleth in the in us lusted to envy. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud. Now we are entering the message. Sorry, I'm just give me 10-15 more minutes. What happened? He God resisted the proud. And just what? And giveth grace to the humble. Are you hearing it? God resisted the proud and does what? And giveth grace to the humble. Now remember, when you are coming to God, what happens? Shield, not so. Thunders, earthquake, sound, voice. From the, I hear you from afar off in the garden. It's sounding. That's what the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. You can hear like a thunder. Do you know what those thunders are for? To bring you down. To shake your pride. Shake every height that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. God will never come to a high man. You want to know why? You really want to know why? You want to know why? God himself is low. He's meek. Jesus said, Learn of me. Who am I? I am meek and lowly. I am meek and lowly in heart. So, what he did was he erected a wall to defend that is low, low, that is purity, that is meekness against what? Against proud boys. Do you get me? Against who? Against proud boys. And now, let me break news to you. All of us are proud. You get me? The difference is that now you are just discovering your pride. And have you noticed that people who are in this light, who are learning the world like this, we find we always we are the ones that come to look at ourselves as very terrible fellows the most. I have looked at me very hopeless, useless. Look at all my. By the time you see, because why? Light has shined on your infirmity, so you cannot see yourself as you are. <laughs> the Bible said, "In our seeing Jesus, the great God who has gone into the heavens for us." The letter announces that He has that we have not a high priest who has no feeling of our infirmities. Why, why did they say that? You just by seeing Him, you just found out yourself. <laughs> They're not breaking news to you. Why you just saw Jesus breaking news? The 
at myself, I'm a terrible fellow. So that's it, okay, calm down, calm down. He, Jesus understands. Don't run away yet. I know you are seeing an ugly beast in the mirror. Don't run away. Jesus understands. The purpose now says, Come ye therefore boldly unto the throne of grace to obtain mercy and to find grace to help in the time of need. What's the time of need? That gap you just saw. It's not money. The time of need is when you saw Jesus, then you now saw yourself. All of a sudden, what has happened? Need. So they say, when you see such a need, come boldly to the throne of grace. First, obtain mercy, then find grace to help you become like that being. Praise God. So, pride is a wretched old man. What did I say? Pride is a wretched old man. So, if God comes to you and that is raw, pure nature, we won't trample him on that feet. That's what, are you saying, blaspheming against God? Bring that God, we'll poke him in the eye. You know, that's how some people talk in this part of the world. I slap you. Because <laughs> you just give me one of those is thunder. <laughs> I will slap you all the way from here to Madagascar. <laughs> So they want to use force 
I'm trying to name the team. <laughs> Anyone who has wisdom, let him understand what I'm saying. <laughs> they want to use, they are free. They've never seen anything like that before. You know, people have, you know, people have protested before now. <laughs> but they are free. So to cover their fear, they have to look strong. They have to come and start saying high words, very, very threatening words. They have, you get it? It's pride. And you could have avoided it. They just wanted you to come and talk to them. That's all. It's pride. So, are you seeing why? So, why did God bring that thing called Jasper, shield, everlasting life? Is to break your pride. Now, let me tell you. Are you ready for breaking news? Breaking news is that when you are before your maker, you don't need any shield. He already saw you be beyond the shield. The shield is between the shield. The center of thoughts and intents of the heart doesn't need shield. <laughs> any shield that you have, you can already see through it. So if you cannot be a baby naked before him, if I you're already naked, even with the shield, that's not what the word is said. The word of a shepherd and angel as well, with the sign of, of, of souls and marrow, so that the sign of intents and thoughts of the heart, that all things are naked before him, of which we have to do. Even with your shield, those wrong intents, wrong thoughts that are the shield, he's still seeing you wrong. So why bother? So, everlasting life comes to break your shell. That's the intention of everlasting life. I'm, I'm not complicated. I'm rounding up. It comes to break your shell. Now, finally, let's make it very, very practical. Your shell is that your carnal mind, which is enmity with God. Sorry, I need to hit some things. Let me hit some notes. The ability, you know, is a pride to want to, and every of that's why all of us are proud. Is a pride that you cannot submit every decision of your life to God. It's pride. <laughs> it's pride that is a pride for a man to still keep that I want to think for myself. Is pride. I'm hitting notes, man. Is a pride somewhere that I want to take my life for myself. It means that you cannot bring yourself to be vulnerable to submit all your life to God, to another. Praise the name of the Lord. So, God likes very honest, vulnerable people. People who don't erect a wall against him. And then if you still like him, and you are still keeping the wall, and he sees that you like him, he will send you thunder to help your life. Then you don't say, God does not like me. No, it's because he likes you that he sent the thunder. It's because he likes you that he sent the earthquake. If he did not like Elijah, he won't send it. He can't come without the earthquake, without the thunder, without the whirlwind. People will say, ah, no, God is a still phone. So the lesson is that 
Christine. No, no, no. You are not understanding that God is a God of order. Without those earthquakes, you will not hear the still small voice. Excuse me. Without the thunder, the whirlwind, you will not hear it. It's not that it was, it was not that saying that the earthquake was wrong. He was saying those things were in preparation by Elijah's heart so that when the voice of the Lord comes, he will receive the still small voice. So before you hear the voice, you would have heard voices of the Lord. Am I communicating? Before you hear the voice, you would have heard what? Preparations, voices, preparational voices that will shake you and put you in order. So that you'll be able to test and approve what is that good, acceptable, and perfect. Meaning you'll be able to judge what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's finish this. Let's see. Let's close it here. He says, but he given more grace. Wherefore, he said, God resisted the proud. God given grace unto the humble. Now, this is the key here. Oh, my Sikaya Pato Mehe. This is the answer. You know, we read it, but we've jumped into the answer. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. You know, we know it already, but you don't know it's a process. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, it means that you cannot resist the devil if you are not submitted to God. For he given grace to the humble and resisted the proud. So, if you are not submitting to God, God will resist you. And if God resists you, you cannot resist the devil. the soul and see pride. God will resist you. It means it takes him effort to resist because by nature he wants to give. So he has to take effort and resist you. And if he resists you, there is no, there is no two ways about it. You will not be able to resist the devil. This is the, this is the, this is how Satan wins many over, wins us in battles. It's pride. He just knows it. And there's another skill he uses with that pride. It's called double-mindedness. Double-mindedness is to help you not submit. <laughs> he was a double-minded man. Let him not think you receive anything of the Lord. So, Satan knows that when you are believing something, the next thing is to submit to it. So, be in between the believing, amen, in between the believing and submission, he will add a second mind. Meaning they will give you another. Say, it's not only that way. Oh. See these people, they want to control you. Take it easy, balance it. So, you know, there are two ways. You get me. Once you have two ways, what happened? Double, double mind, and a double minded man cannot. It means a double minded man is a proud man. Because it's because of proud, you pride, you bought that second mind from Satan. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's because of pride that you bought what? That second mind from Satan. So submit 
yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, this submission is a process. Verse 8. Draw near to God. Are you seeing this humility? Draw near. It's a process submit. You can't just submit like that. You must first start with drawing near. Am I hearing me? Are you hearing me? You must begin to start. You, you need to make a conscious decision that I, from today on, I want to begin to draw closer and closer to God. I know I can't just get to full submission in one day. But I can begin to draw near to God. Every step I take to God is a step God takes back to you. That's a very, very equal equation. Every step I take to God is a step, is a step God also takes back to you. Because it means you to draw near to God, to take that step, you humbled yourself. So God will, will, will respond to that. You take another step, you humbled yourself again. God will respond to that. That's Him walking in the garden. <laughs> Praise God. But the, the, the final step of total submission and surrender, you will now see the meek and lonely one, the Lamb. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So finally, I am the lion and the lamb, meaning I am thy shield. Lion is the shield. Who is the exceeding great reward? The lamb. I want to begin to appreciate God this afternoon. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this labor in your world. We bless your holy name. We exalt you. Thank you for how you've blessed us today again. With your word, you've edified our spirit, man. You've uh, brought us closer again. We exalt your name. We bless 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 your name. We lift you up on high. We glorify you, our God. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for, from this point on, we will begin to walk towards you, precept upon precept. We begin to journey towards you, line upon line. We begin to step towards you, here we to, dear we to, drawing closer. I say right now, wherever we may be, each and every one of us, I say we begin to make decisions to come closer. Right now, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Right now, decisions of drawing nearer. We will draw nearer to God. 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 Now, in the name of Jesus, the Lord empower you all for closeness. The Lord empower you all for submission. The Lord empower you all to be humble, to come closer, to come closer, to come closer, to draw nearer, to draw nearer, to draw nearer. I say you will draw nearer. I say you will draw nearer. I say you will draw nearer. The Lord will bring you closer from this moment on in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, my Father. We'll come closer. I don't want the midst of the thunderings. We'll come closer. Why? Because we know after we have been cleansed, we know we are meeting Elohim. We know after we have been cleansed, we are meeting our best friend. We know after we have been cleansed, we are being rewarded. You will give us strength to endure the washings. You will give us strength to endure the purgings. You will give us strength to endure the shakings. You will give us strength to endure the earthquakes. You will give us strength to endure
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. 